Hello, hello, welcome to the Silly Auntie Sissy Show. I'm your Silly Auntie Sissy. I'm your favorite auntie and we got your back, Jack. We got your back. Hello, welcome to the Silly Auntie Sissy Show. Where we'll eat lollipops and ice cream cones. And I'll take you on adventures you've never been on before. We'll travel far and wide. We'll travel to the moon and the stars and the sky. I'm your silly auntie sissy. I'm your favorite auntie. Welcome to the silly auntie sissy show. We're back for another amazing adventure. We're gonna read some poems. And Unicorn has a story to tell you. Unicorn wants to tell you a lot of amazing things. Shall we begin? Yes, we shall. So, this month, we're in the World Monthly at the end of the month. First off, I want to say thank you for the very special episode of Waiting for Ward. That was a very special episode of Silly Auntie Sissy Radio Theater. And now we're back with our regularly scheduled. You can check that out on video, Silly Auntie Sissy, on Spotify. You'll see a video. Yay! Unicorn will not be in it. Uni will not be in it. But it's okay. We are amazing people. So here we go. Let's tell a story, shall we? Yay! Well, but you can check that out on Spotify if you haven't already. And today, we've got some poems to read, Unicorn, and we'll tell some more, we'll give you some ideas, I told you to give us some winter ideas for Australia, and let's read this one, from the Family of Poems, by Caroline Kennedy, well not by, a collecting of poems, The Crocodile. How doth the little crocodile improve his shining tail? And pour the waters of the Nile on every golden scale. How cheerfully he seems to grin. How neatly spreads his claws. And welcomes little fishes in with gently smiling claws. And that was by Lewis Carroll. One more, shall we? This is by William Blake, the tiger. Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy frightful cemetery? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand shall seize the fire? And what should shoulder? And what art could twist the sinews of the heart? And when thy heart begins to beat, when dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp? Dare it neatly, deadly terrors grasp, clasp. When the stars throw down their spears and water down heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night, what immortal hands of I dare frame thy frightful cemetery? And that's William Blake, the tiger. 
We'll read more the next time. Shall we read one more? Hunting season? Uh, no, let's just begin that one. I'll tease you. Hunting Song of the Siani Pack. That's about wolves. And that is by Richard Kipling, if you don't know. Yay, Richard Kipling. Indeed, Uni. Now we'll read Where the Wild Things Are. Let's see, where shall we begin? Let's see, the Toucan. Tell me who, oh, not the wild things, where the sidewalk ends. The Toucan. No, no, no. Let's see. Me and my giant. I have a friend who is a giant, and he lives where the tall weeds grow. He's as high as a mountaintop and wind and wide as a barn. And I only come up to his toe, you know. I only come up to his toe. When the daylight grows dim, I talk with him. Lay down in the marshy sands, and his ear is far too away to hear me. But still he understands, he stands, I know he understands. For we have a code called the scratch-tap code, and here is what we do. I scratch his toe, once means hello, and twice means how are you. Three means does it look like rain, four times means don't cry, five times means I'll scratch you a joke. And six times means goodbye, goodbye. Six times means goodbye. And he answers me by tapping his toe. Once means hello, friend. Two taps means it's very nice to f feel you scratch again. Three taps means it's lonely here. With my head in the top of the sky. Four top means today an eagle smiled as she flew by. Five taps means, oops, I just bumped my head against the moon. <laughs> Six means sigh, and seven means bye, and eight means come back soon, soon, soon. Eight means come back soon. And then I scratch a thousand times, and he taps with a bellowy bim, and he laughs so hard he shakes the sky. That means I'm tickling him. Oh, my. Me and my giant. That's a nice one, isn't it? Well, what else shall we read today, my friends? Yes, let's see. More things to do in the summer or winter holidays if you're in Australia. Let's say playing with ramps. You'll need pieces of heavy cardboard, blocks of empty boxes, toy cars, toy people, doll furnitures. Directions. Using the blocks, cardboard, and toy cars show the children how a ramp makes it easy for the cars to drive up onto higher blocks. How would they think to use ramps to move doll furniture? Can they think of other ways to use ramps while playing with blocks? And the last one, some things belong to everybody. Paper, you'll need paper, paint, crayons, or markers. Directions, can the children think of some things at school or the library they have to be shared with everybody? E.g. books, furniture, libraries, etc. What about at home or on a playground? Set out the paint, crayons, or markers, and talk about how you'll have to share the supplies to make the picture. But each picture belongs to the child who made it. Oh, last one. Let's dance. That's more of a group activity. You could still do it if you have one child, but you could do it with them. Let's dance. You'll need music and scarves. Show the children a video of someone dancing. Can they try to recreate any of the specific moves? Turn on some music and encourage your children to make up their own dances. They might like to hold scarves and see how they flow with them. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Everyone, my little niece loves to dance, and so does Uni. Uh, here's the last one, a play celebration. Help your children learn to use words and practice making choices. You'll need a few different play options, art projects, blocks, toys, dress up, etc. Directions. Let the children know of two or three more different things they can choose to do. Not everyone has to do the same thing. Set everyone up with their different choices. And there's one working out problems. Simon Says is fun. You could play Simon Says with your child. You don't need anything either. And a peaceful solution. Make some changes. Each one is separate. A lot of fun activities to do, eh? Well, thanks for listening. And we're now heading on to the reading portion. Uh, I know you're saying Uni says we have already read. Well, let's take a break from reading for a minute. And let's talk. Shall we, Uni? Yes, silly Auntie Sissy. I want to talk. Well, this month is Pride Disability Month. Last month was Pride Month. And this month is Pride Disability. Do you know anyone with ADHD or autism or mental health issues or mm, it's in a wheelchair or Parkinson's? And you don't even have to say disability. You can say neuro, and neurodivergent is for someone with ADHD or autism um, that thinks differently because that's the way the brain. And I know Dino, we know Dino had neuro, was a neurodivergent. Are you? A little bit. I'm a little bit. Well, so am I. So is Silly Auntie Sissy. We have a lot in common, Uni. Well, anyway, this month, Unicorn, Uni, is the month that we're celebrating ourselves and anyone that has a disability. And it's really not a disability. I hate to use that word. I know, it's not. Because there, there are people who do things differently. It's everyone just does things in their own way. So this month, we're celebrating people who do things differently. Yay! Like me and you. Yeah. Like me and you. Mwah. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being here and talking about this. And I know Dino understands, too. We told Dino about it. Let's talk today. Now that we talked about Pride Disability Month, everyone have a Pride Disability, and if you have a friend who does things differently, talk to them about it, and be their friend, and celebrate them. Yay! Well, now we're going to finish off by reading the Blue Bay Mystery, the Boxcar Children. We're going to go on an adventure to an island. How does that sound? Yay! We are on an island. So, they're on the island. They've been getting ready. They got off the low lifeboat, I believe. Right? On chapter four? Yeah. Now, food. Chapter five, food. At Mike's loud voice, everyone looked ahead. 
There were two old huts. The family started to walk toward them. Mike got there first, all broken down, he said. No good after all, Lars said. Yes, they are broken down, Mike. But I wouldn't say they were no good. They're certainly better than nothing, said Mr. Alden. Remember, we must have something to sleep in this very night. We have no time to rebuild the huts. The old huts were side by side and made of bamboo and sugar cane. There were holes in the roof and sides. Lars went up to the first one and shook it. Did not fall down. I hope they were still here, said Lars. We can fix them together before any rain comes, Mr. Alden said. And we may not get wet when it rains. Yay, everyone said. How can you be sure about rain, asked Henry. It may rain any minute. Right, it may. It must, it must work. I must work on the roofs tomorrow. We'll just fix the floors for tonight. How, said Mike. Asked Mike, do you see those tall ferns, Lars pointed? Get all you can and bring them here. The whole family began to pack the huge ferns. Mike said, they smell good, don't they, Ben? Yes, beautiful, said Benny. We can smell them all night. Mike could hardly walk with his load. He threw them down in front of the first hut. Now what, he asked. Lay down them all over the floor, said Lars. They must be too deep. Then get some more. Thiel worked very hard, but it was fun. They finished one hut and started the other. Soon that was done too. Five blankets were put in the first hut. Two blankets were put in the other. That hut is for the girls, said Mr. Alden. They have a whole hut all to themselves. At last Mike stood still. He said, Lars, I really thought that first thing would be finding something for us to eat, not picking so many ferns. Hungry Mike, said Henry, laughing. Now you've got something there, brother. I'm hungry as a bear. Where are those bananas, Lars? Look over your head, said Lars. I see nothing but leaves, said Henry. But when enormous, what, what enormous leaves? They're as big as I am. Lars smiled. The bananas are behind those leaves. Just give me the hatchet. Lars was soon out of sight. When he came back, he had a huge bunch of yellow bananas. He ate only one now, he said to the boys. Then we'll start supper. He ate one, so everyone else ate one. So you don't ruin your dinner. Oh, what are we going to have, asked Jesse. I didn't know I was so hungry. Let's open the canned meat, said Mike. Oh, no, let's save the meat, said Benny. Why, said Mike. Save it for what? Oh, I don't know, said Benny. Let's have beans. He looked at Lars. Yes, Mr. Mike, said Lars. I think we had better have the beans. He winked and smiled at Benny. Why, asked Mike. Because I like beans better, said Lars, smiling. Benny and Lars were the only ones who saw the joke. They knew that there were three cans of meat and twenty cans of beans. All right, Lars, said Mike. Certainly we'll have beans if you like them better. Good, said Lars. We must have a fire for beans. He looked at Benny and laughed. Do you want a, a lot of dirt, dry sticks? 
Lars asked Henry. Exactly right. Bring them down to the beach, said Lars, much pleased. Lars and Violet found some flat stones on the beach. First, Lars dug a hole in the sand. Then they built a little fireplace with the stones. Lars put on the dry sticks and lit a match. Soon, the fire blazed high. Aren't you glad Henry remembered the matches, asked Benny. He was kneeling on the sand, smiling. Yes, we are very lucky. Now that's going to be a fine fire soon. The fire burned well. Everyone put on sticks. Open the beans, Henry, cried Lars. Two big cans. Three cans, shouted Mike. I can eat one can all by myself. Think of tomorrow, Mike, said Jesse. No, Jesse. We can think of something else tomorrow, said Mike. So Henry opened three cans of baked beans. Lars took the biggest pan with a hot a handle. He put the beans in it and put it over the fire. Stir that, he said to Mike. It will keep you busy. You can sit and smell the beans. He gave Mike a long spoon. Now we need plates, said Jesse. Maybe you could find something, Lars said. The two girls ran down the beach. Soon they came back with seven large shells. We have washed them in salt water, said Violet, and here are some spoons. She showed Lars seven long razor clam shells. Good, said Lars. We can eat beans with them anyway. Not soup, though, said Mike. No, not soup. I'll tell you what would be fun. Everyone can make a spoon for himself. You can take my knife. I have a knife, said Henry. I have a knife, said Benny. And me too, shouted Mike. Now don't forget me, said Mr. Alden. So have I. Violet laughed. She said, Jesse and I will take your knife, Lars. But I don't, but I'm not a very good spoon maker. I'll make you one, Violet, said Benny kindly. You might cut yourself. These beans are hot, called Mike. I'm going to take them off the fire. Lars took the big spoon. He filled the seven shells. The family began to eat as if they were starved. Good, said Benny. What else can we eat? Mike and milk and more bananas, said Lars. Not a very good meal, but we can't ha leave have we can't have everything on a far up island. I think it is a very good meal, said Lars. I think it's a very good meal, Lars, said Benny. Jesse said, Violet and I found a fine dish washing place. She ate the rest of her beans and began to eat a banana. If all if you all wash your own shells, it won't be much work. After supper, the whole family went down the, to the beach to the little sea pool. Benny said, no sharks can get in there, Lars. There are too many rocks, right? Right, said Lars. Jesse said, now look down into the water. The water is just like air. It's so clear you can see the sand and all those funny things. Shells and crabs and colored fish, said Benny. The water is four feet deep in those pools, said Lars, and see how clear it is? Jesse is right. It is just like air. Oh, that's beautiful. Clean air. Clean air and water. That's what we need. Right, Uni? Yes. Oh, look at that big fish swimming in, cried Benny. That's a gro grouper, said Lars. They've caught in... They get caught in those pools at low tide. Can they get ever out? asked Mike. Can't they ever get out, I mean, said Mike. No, not until high tide, said Lars. Low tide is a time to catch them. Here's where we go fishing then, said Henry. That's right, said Lars. We can make a good fish stew with a grouper and dry milk. Jessie shook the water out of her shell. 
She looked at Mike. He was very quiet. Time we went to bed. Mike can hardly keep his eyes open, she said. Yes, and I can too, Jesse. Yes, I can too, Jesse, said Mike in a loud voice. But he walked very slowly. When he reached the first house, he went in and curled up on his blanket like a little dog. Then he did the same. Mr. Alden laughed and said, Good night, girls. Good night, boys. Yell if you want anything, said Lars. Remember now. Jesse and Violet curled up in their blankets in their own little house. The whole family slept until morning. Chapter 6, Surprises. Oh, my. Well, now we know what they're going to have, not just meat and beans. They're going to have fish. But I wonder what the mystery is. I guess we'll find out the next time we read. And that'll be on Tuesday. You need, you know what Tuesday is? No, silly Auntie Sissy. Well, Uni, Tuesday is Auntie Appreciation Day. Auntie and Uncle Appreciation Day. Oh, that's right. I remember. I remember the very special day. Well, until then, it is, Uni, you're right. But until then, remember to get something nice for an auntie and uncle that you know. And, or someone that's like an auntie and uncle, and tell them you love them. And lastly, treat someone special that's just a little bit different than you, that may have a so-called disability. It's Pride Month, and if you have a disability and you're different, do something special for yourself and make yourself happy. Yay! Yay! Well, it's a silly auntie sissy show, and we're going on adventures every day. Yay, yay, yay! I'm glad you listened. Have fun, and go have a lolly if you can. Bye! Do something fun!